This is Fantasy Football Picks and Bets Week 14, Waiver Wire, Injuries, Running Back Snap Shares, plus some Monday Night Football props to get you going for the night. Get some action on the game. That's presented by PrizePix. You go to prizepix.com right now. Use code MAYO. Get yourself a match deposit of up to $100. The Pat Mayo Experience Listeners League will be available later in the week on the Pat Mayo Experience. Recommend you go and check out the Sunday Night Recap show as well. Myself. Cust, Ben Raza, we're all on it. You go smash the like to that one as well. Download it on the Pat Mayo Experience podcast. You can get the newsletter link down in the description. Completely free to join. Go do that. And the prize picks link is completely down in the comment section, too. You actually have to deposit money on that one, but you do get the match deposit up to $100 through that link at prizepicks.com. Let's jump over to prize picks for Monday Night Football. I continue my downward descent into having no money by my picks being absolutely ludicrous. DJ Chark goes and has his best game of the year. He beats it all on one catch. That's great. Dear George Kittle, thinking it's going to go pretty well. Oh, no, backup quarterback in the game. Let's not worry about that. So what are we doing for Monday night football? So the two that I've identified, double unders on this one, Jarvis Landry, less than eight PPR fantasy points. Unless he catches a touchdown, he hasn't been close to this number in ages. Leonard Fournette, less than 10.5 fantasy points in this game. First game back from a hip problem. Rashard White was already taking over for him. The thing that you worry about in this game, because the run defense of the Saints, very stout, and Fournette has not had a lot of regular season success, at least against the New Orleans Saints with the Bucks in his career. So you have to worry that the receptions keep down, keep him out of the end zone. Hopefully it's still a 60-40, 65-35 split between White and Fournette. And boom, hopefully we can get some of these monies back. There's a few other ones that I like in this game, but do not feel very confident about. But what I'm going to do is we'll play this one as the main entry we're going to reuse our players for this one if you go to passing yards they have a free giveaway on justin herbert for thursday night football we'll add that one into the mix more than 0.5 passing yards for justin herbert uh, down from 290.5 so that's not a bad one i'm not going to lie to you on that rushing plus uh sorry passing yards plus rushing yards andy dalton can we go to Oh, we have to click on it first. We'll go less than that. I'm just trying to boost it up to the 25 to 1. Uh, rushing yards on Alvin Kamara. I enjoy the under on that one, 48.5. And then we'll go because we think it's going to be a close game. Uh, fantasy points. Uh, no offensive line really for Tom Brady in this one. So you could go over sacks for the New Orleans Saints defense. But in terms of fantasy score, I actually like where, actually, yeah, it's receiving yards. Chris Godwin, more than 66.5. Uh, even with Latimer out, got to think to yourself, hey, here we go. Uh, Mike Evans might have the big game, and maybe he will. I know I have a few fantasy teams that could really use Mike Evans to show up here, but with the amount of pressure that is likely to be levied on Tom Brady in this matchup, got to think quick routes, got to think over the middle, and that feels like a bundle of targets for Chris Godwin. So like 7 for 77, 8 for 88. Hell, 6 for 67 gets us to the number. If, if God forbid he actually breaks a big one, which so rarely happens, then boom, we're at this number. So we'll do 20 to pay 500 on the six lager, uh, as you can see right here. So you got Landry, less than eight fantasy points. Fournette, less than 10.5 fantasy points. Those are the main two on the double play. The free square on Herbert, more than 0.5 passing yards. Andy Dalton, less than 220 passing plus rushing yards. Alvin Kamara, less than 48.5 rushing yards. Chris Godwin, more than 66.5 receiving yards. 20 pays 500. It would be nice to get out of the hole on this one. What do you say? What do you say, Saints and Bucks? Why don't you help us out on this one? 
Injury report for the running backs in week number 14. Can't believe we're in week 14 already. Here we go. Kenneth Walker exited the game with an ankle injury. No word yet on whether he'll return for week 14 or not. I would expect him probably to miss a game. Tony Jones Jr. also suffered a head injury in that game. DJ Dallas was hurt in that game as well, but he ended up returning once they ran out of running backs. Expect them to sign someone from the practice squad this week. That should give you a good indication on whether or not Walker is going to play, or maybe Walker would return and DJ Dallas wouldn't play. But right now it's shaping up that DJ Dallas would be their starter in week 14. No guarantee, but that's where we're at. Aaron Jones exited the game with a shin injury, but he returned, but he was very limited in that game. They started to use A.J. Dillon a ton. So keep an eye on the practice report for A.J. Dillon or for Aaron Jones all week. J.K. Dobbins could return this week, and they need bodies because Lamar Jackson appears as if he is not going to play with his knee injury. Joe Mixon, Michael Carter, and Damian Harris all DMP this week. No word on Harris. Mixon should pass concussion protocol. Then you have Michael Carter. He should play with a low ankle sprain uh, and really throw a wrench in this Jets backfield where Zonovan Knight, Bam Knight, seemed like he was actually a pretty good play. So we get to the rankings, and there's no like clear-cut pickup here. I have Bam Knight at number one in case, well, A, if Carter continues to miss time, we've seen that it's Knight in this backfield, or he's just better than Michael Carter, and they continue to use him anyway. So he's number one. DJ Dallas is number two on the chance that we do not get Ken Walker back in this game. We saw that Dallas was running ahead of Tony Jones anyway. So in no, with no, I mean, maybe Travis Homer ends up coming back. And it's, it's listen, it's not a for sure thing. You pick up DJ Dallas, you can play him in week 14 and feel really good about it. But we're looking for bodies here on the waiver wire. James Cook took over from Devin Singletary last week, which is really interesting. I don't have a ton of faith that this is how it's going to be the rest of the season, but that's a huge opportunity. So maybe if you're speculating, maybe you get the Bills starting running back off the waiver wire. It's a possibility, but if it was just Singletary, maybe he had the flu. It was underreported. He wasn't feeling well during the game. Maybe it was a matchup deficiency they saw against New England where they really wanted to use James Cook. Maybe they just like James Cook better. There's a lot of different options here. So we are in pure speculation season. You have Cam Akers coming in at number four. He played, geez, 71% of the snaps. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, they get rid of Daryl Henderson all of a sudden with John Wolford back in the game. Two touchdowns for Cam Akers. Looking like the guy I drafted and already dropped at some points this year on my fantasy team. But maybe he can help us during the fantasy playoffs. We'll see. J.K. Dobbins, as I mentioned, could come back. He's right on the threshold. I assume most people kept him. I know how good he's going to be anyway. Jordan Mason continues to work as the backup to Christian McCaffrey, who ended up being fine, taken off the injury report. Uh, So I'm glad I made the adjustment on the Saturday rankings update show to really vault McCaffrey back up the rankings as I think he was the highest scoring running back of the week. We get to the snap shares and you can find all of this in the Mayo Media newsletter. We'll bring that up on the screen right there. You have Ramondre, Saquon, Etienne, Samaj P. Ryan, and Jonathan Taylor, your top five for the week. At running back, in terms of snaps here, you see Christian McCaffrey at 81% of the snaps. You have David Montgomery, 78% of the snaps. Jacobs, Cook, Pierce, Akers are the only other ones who played more than 70%. There was rumblings about Mike Boone coming back to take Latavius Murray's job in Denver. Now, these guys are like super fantasy useful, but Murray ended up playing 60 percent of the snaps to Mike Boone's 23%. So that's something to keep an eye on. And you can even see like Bam Knight, even if he sticks at that like 55, 60% and Michael Carter just eats into this Ty Johnson, 33%. Well, Bam Knight's still going to be pretty useful. 
in that regard. So keep an eye on it. And you can see even with James Cook, he split snaps. He played the exact same amount of snaps as Devin Singletary on Thursday night. Just so happened Cook was better and he was more used in that offense. So we can continue to look at these going forward, but uh, I think that's the way that it shakes out. I don't have the utmost faith in James Cook. Oh, shout out to our guy Tambo, by the way. Uh, as you can see, Tambo ended up coming six. Oh, I got a DM. Let's see, six, 40K. Uh, tune into the Friday show on the Pat Mayo Experience because Tambo was going to be giving away 5% of that $40,000, which I think is $2,000, to the viewers. We're going to tell you how to do all that. By the way, there's team-by-team -team notes in the newsletter, as always, along with the updated injury report. Wide receiver, Quez Watkins exited the game. Looks like an AC joint for him. Probably going to miss some time. Traylon Burks took a massive shot. He exited the game with what I assume is a concussion. Wouldn't expect to see him. This week, Cortland Sutton probably out three weeks with a hamstring issue. Russell Gage still questionable for Monday Night Football at this point. Uh, obviously, you'll know that once you start. If you listen to this any time in the future, which that's the only way that you can listen to it because this isn't a live show, uh, you'll know whether Gage is in or out. He hasn't played in a month, but it would hurt Julio overall should that happen. It might actually hurt Godwin, too, to be perfectly honest with you, if you have another guy playing out of the slot. Mike Williams, Brendan Cooks, Kadarius Tony, KJ Hamler, and Romeo Dubs, all DNP. I think Hamler may have went on injured reserve. Have to go look that up. Not that anyone cares about KJ Hamler, but since Sutton's going to miss time, if he was to come back, you probably still wouldn't want him anyway, because that Broncos offense is terrible. Pickups. Donovan Peoples-Jones remains there. Uh, I don't think that Deshaun Watson's favorite target is going to be the ground every single week. So the better he gets, the better Donovan Peoples-Jones probably ends up getting. Slayton has hit his over on receiving yards in six consecutive games now. He's been excellent. Corey Davis getting some more looks from Mike White uh, with Garrett Wilson drawing so much attention. Nico Collins, if Brendan Cooks is going to miss any sort of time, he'd already kind of passed Brendan Cooks at this point. Jameson Williams only played nine offensive snaps, but that's going to grow as the Lions make their quote-unquote playoff push at this point. Traylon Burks, we don't know the extent of the injury. Mac Hollins doesn't seem like Renfro or, or, or Waller is returning anytime soon. They're eligible to return this week, but I haven't heard any rumblings of them coming back. So Mac Hollins is at seven, Paris Campbell, Demarcus Robinson, even with Huntley at quarterback, and then Sky Moore. I mean, Alec Pierce had his first good game in three months, so I wouldn't go all gaga over that. We saw Jelani Woods last week at tight end really be the guy who did it for the Colts, and then he was non-existent uh, the next week. So I would expect uh, no consistency from that Colts offense is really what we're getting time after time. Tight end injuries. Juwan Johnson is yet going to play on Monday Night Football, obviously. Uh, Hayden Hurst exited the game for the Bengals with a calf injury. We'll have to see more on that. And then David Njoku did not play for the Browns. Harrison Bryant started in his spot. I played him on DraftKings. He was fucking terrible. 2.7 points on a rush. He had a nice rush for a first down in that game. But that entire offense was out of sorts with Watson back. Uh, more injuries at quarterback. Obviously, Jimmy G is out for the season. We're going to get Dirty Purdy playing quarterback for the moment. They're talking about signing Josh Johnson to their practice squad. And right before I came on to record... Baker Mayfield was cut by the Carolina Panthers, so we might see poor Christian McCaffrey. He gets away from Baker Mayfield, Faker Mayfield, in Carolina, and when you see his fantasy production rise, then what happens? Baker Mayfield may be picked up off waivers by the San Francisco 49ers. I think it would be hilarious if they picked up 
Baker Mayfield and continued to start Purdy. So you have the number one overall pick in a draft getting beat out by the very last pick in last year's draft. So that'd be kind of funny. Lamar Jackson exited the game. He's getting an MRI today. Do not have the results of that as of yet, but it looks like Huntley is going to be starting for at least two weeks probably more for the Baltimore Ravens as they try to get Lamar back to where he needs to be. Then you have Tua Tagavaloa. Tua. Tua time. Yeah, that guy. Uh, He exited the game with an ankle injury to uh, maintain his perfect record on the year where he starts and finishes the game because he did not finish the game, but he should be good to go for the Sunday night football game to end all Sunday night football games against Justin Herbert and the Chargers next week. For pickups, Nothing has changed at all at tight end. Moreau, Ingram, Dulcich. Then you're in your Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox. I have Juwan Johnson in at number six, assuming he comes back next week. So we'll see about that. He's been pretty good. Uh, but it's really the top three. Moreau, Ingram, Dulcich. Obviously, if Waller comes back, you don't want Moreau. But he's running like 91% of the snaps on average for the Raiders. He is just out there at all times. That's more you can say about him than almost any other tight end streamers for the week the goof is at home against the vikings who have allowed a i think it's 325 yard passer in six of their past seven games so yeah fire up the goof indoors even at home even better Tannehill against jacksonville mike white at buffalo not a great matchup but you know we're limited on options here the darnold at seattle uh, it's his job now unless they bring peach back in Mac Jones at Arizona, Huntley at Pittsburgh. I actually don't mind Huntley as a fantasy asset, but uh, Pittsburgh's a tougher matchup this week. And then to pick guys up off the waiver wire at defense, Vegas Thursday night against the Rams, looking pretty juicy, despite their, although they were in the backfield against the Chargers all day. Seattle at home against Carolina, Pittsburgh at home against Baltimore, Tennessee at home against Jacksonville, Detroit at home against Minnesota, then Cleveland at Cincinnati. Seems counterintuitive, but the Browns eat their lunch for whatever reason. And, you know, maybe you have to roll the dice if you play in a deeper league and don't have these defenses available. Those are five options that are all, like, under 20% owned. So I'm sure you can make it work with one of the top fives if that's what you're looking for. Once again, code MMN at prizepicks.com or just use the link down in the description to get your match deposit up to $100. Fingers crossed we turn the ship around. We're still up for the year, which is really saying something because I think we've lost, like, six of our last seven something like that we had a nice run going earlier on the year maybe i should just go early in the year late in the year see how that goes uh maybe i'll have to go back to the projections at runthesims.com rather than just freestyling and doing my own thing all right uh join the newsletter smash the like and you can check out the full waiver wire column uh, both in the newsletter and up at dknation.com thank you all for watching i'm pat mayo see you next time (laughs) 